Take a drink. Welcome to this edition of Road Trippin'. I will take a drink of my poppy. I'm obsessed. Um, what? Allie Clifton, Richard Jefferson. Not a vampire Channing Fry. I already asked you guys to do homework. Did you do your I, homework? No. No. Mm-mm. Bullshit. No. Horrible students. I'm very upset about this. So I, yeah, disappointed I, in the both of you. I, teachers have called me far worse. Uh, Allie, the Having one said movie that, you want us to watch is literally disgusting softcore porn. How do you, first of all, there's, okay. How do you, how do you know it's disgusting softcore porn if you never even gave it a chance to watch it? Allie, this is, hopefully this is for adults to hear. There are certain things. Hey, no, let's. (laughs) No, I need it. I need a full review. I know. We know we have other listeners. We know we do. We know we have other. We have younger listeners. Come on now. Okay, then let me say this, Richard. I'll be Before he goes and gets too graphic. Stop being a graphic. I'm not getting graphic because that's disgusting. There are boundaries that I set. There are, like, when you're. In your personal life. In your personal life. In the world. There needs to be boundaries. There needs guys, to. It's sometimes somebody got to say, "No, stop. That's enough." And this movie is a "No, stop that. That's enough." You don't need to do that. Keep it simple, stupid. We don't need all the extra. We don't need all that. Why? Why, oh, yeah. Allie? We don't need that. What just Anyways. happened? The two people just hey, doing yeah, just, this. Yeah, Richard, why are you so extra. uncomfortable? It's a movie. I know. I, first of all, why are you getting mad at me? Why are you because I because I'm just asking for your review and your your uh, uh, review. First two all, thumbs down. You're taking away of our freedom of speech. I'm, <laughs> no, actually, you're taking away mine. Right now, you're taking. Now, Allie, I, wa- I watched the reviews. You see, I don't have no sleep. I need to send you some eye patches. Dude, I got them. Allie, have you ever seen Two Girls One Cup? Yes, I watched it on this episode for you. And it's funny that you made me watch it on this episode, but yet I can't talk about a movie that was nominated for a Golden Globe. Yes, 100%. Those are the rules. Those are the rules. Two Girls, One Cup Cup is beyond any kind of comprehension. (laughs) And this movie, I mean, you guys have sent me, you guys have sent me over and over. Nothing but appropriate comedy alley. Nothing but appropriate things. Richard handed me handed us the Bible. Okay. Channing only watched the Red River flowing. Okay, you have four women in your house. Thank you. Get used to it, Dad. Okay. 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 But the last one, the roommate one, was really good, Channing. That was really funny. Um, I'm very disappointed in the both of you. We'll move on because Richard's very uncomfortable. Knowing that we aren't sending you eye patches because of your excitement to watch Saltburn last night. What happened to you last night? What went on? Well, uh, I, why are you so I've tired? Been, yeah, I've been very busy lately. And a group of guys from my neighborhood were like, hey, let's go to the Dames coming back to Portland. Let's go to the game. So they had a party bus. That should have told you already what happened. Um, and we had a great time. Great time. And then you guys had a party afterwards. bus for Dame? Wow. No, no, we had a party bus because there was like 14 of us to go to the game. By the time we got to the game, it was people decided, hey, every quarter, let's do shots. And I'm 40, so obviously that catches up. Um, but no, I let me let me go on my little rant here. Please. The Milwaukee Bucks are absolute trash can at defense. It's disgusting. Like and I've I had a few at the game, and I, I feel sorry for my neighbor who went with me because I was in his ear like, 
look at this. Every single time, the, the Portland Trailblazers, they try. They're young. They try. They don't have a one-on-one player that should be able to get by anybody on this, the, the Milwaukee Bucks. All night long, every single straight line drive, and I'm including Giannis, if you watch the film, watch the level of effort on defense was disgusting. I don't want nobody to tell me that the Bucs have a chance to win a championship with that level of defense. They don't care. They don't give a shit. It's gross. And that's my rant. It's gross to watch. Congratulations to the Blazers. There's no way that the Bucs should have lost to the Blazers and lost the way that they did. It was, I was just, I'm, I'm, it, uh, like the Bucks did lose 119, 116. They were 24 and 8 through December, and they just finished the month of January 8 and 8. Um, I have questions. And I'm also mad because they fired, fired a guy that I know that I don't think it's his fault, but it is what it um, is. I have a question. Yes. Was it a suite or were you sitting in general population? No, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely we're not in general public. Oh, oh okay. Okay. I was like, I, I had questions. I was like, bro, good for you, <laughs> no. man. You know what? You're no, a man no, no, of the no. people, bro. I, uh, You're you man know what's people. crazy? Uh, my kids are getting into basketball more. So I actually went to a game on Monday against the 76ers. Shout out to Bias Harris and Matt Brazzi. Um, And my kids and my little God kids had the best time ever. And I'm yeah. like, shit, this is, this is like Hendrix. He's one of the only boys, him and his, him and his, basically his cousin, Davis, were sitting, watching this game, talking basketball the whole time. That's awesome. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, my boys. What did I say? Because that's the only thing. It's like, I would love to take my boys to games, but like, you can't, it's like getting a suite is a whole thing. We're poor. <laughs> a suite is like $3,000 for 16 that, people. That, well, that's so why typically... Typically, they only come to games if I, like, work in L.A. Like, if I work in L.A., they'll come to games. But it's like, I don't get to, like, go and, like, sit with them at a game. That's the part that kind of sucks. They would just be chaotic, you know? Dude, it just wouldn't my be kids chaotic. are chaotic. I, no, I'm not talking about the kids, bro. I'm not talking about the kids. Oh. I'm not talking about the kids. The kids can be handled. But it's like, you you take them to, like, baseball. I get to take them to baseball and stuff because people don't fuck with me in baseball games. No baseball fan knows me. What did we just have an opportunity to send you to for the Dodgers last year? And really? you were like, hell no, it's in the middle of a Sunday afternoon because it was hot out. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> like, that, hey, they are that's, not getting to go to that. And if, I'm like, it's the Dodgers. What? I was like, if you're on the wrong side of that sun and you're <laughs> on that top of that fucking hill, yo, that shit is no joke, man. That shit is no joke. You got to be on that other side. I, I don't know what it was, but, and the sun doesn't hit to the other side to like the eighth inning. So it's like, it's you you you're going to cough this year. On you. What? How oh, much? oh, absurd. Crazy. You know what's crazy? Absurd. I was talking to my guy, Jed. Jed Lowry he was a retired MLB, 17 years played. He was explaining uh, Otani's contract and how smart that contract is. Genius. It's, it's unbelievable. He will never get taxed to live. He only gets taxed the minimum amount for his contract of $2 million as a California resident. And California's trying to sue him. <laughs> they're like, they're trying to that. sue him for that 700. They're trying to get a piece of that. 
Well, it, the other part about it is that when you when you kind of break that down, he does lose out on some because the money right. is deferred. So the amount of money that you would get just on your own interest being in, yeah. you know what I'm saying, have access. So he's really, def- like, he's deferring money, but, the like, he's also, I wouldn't say losing money, but there is a value to getting your money now and having sure. that money work for you over 10 years, especially that amount of money. Because that's yeah. millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. No, okay, I'm I taking get... millions of dollars in like interest and shit. Oh, yeah. but I want to get Richard's thought on the bucks just to get back on track to that. Having said that, <laughs> take a drink. Channing, really quick before we go on, what was the reception like for Dame? Was it awesome? Did he get two tribute videos? T- three. So <laughs> they, announced, they stood up, maybe a minute, clapping. Everyone had Dame jerseys on. Went back, first time out, you know, obviously did a video. And that was more of his playing. And then the one thing that I respect the shit out of for Dame, right? He was so ingrained in a community, which I think a lot of guys sort of do. But he really did. Like, not only courts and appearances, but like when the whole Black Lives Matter thing came, he was marching with people. When it came to different communities, he was always out and about. Like the pickup games during the summer. Like everyone was getting a call, like things like that. Like just, he was so ingrained in a community. I think it's rare to find somebody like that. And then this community loves him. And then, you know, who took that kind of personally is Scoot because Scoot was open. And I think he mm. gets a bad rap. He's 19. And, and mm. I was doing a little research. The average point guard, starting point guard in the NBA makes $18 million. And Scoot is 19 years old at the third round pick or third pick. And everyone's like, you know, not everyone. A lot of people are already like, well, is he a bust? And I'm like, bust. <laughs> You're like, guys, that's not it's, it's your hard. expectations are. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. have rational conversations with starting <laughs> in irrational places. Dude, it's like, I, love Scoot, it. it's like, I know it, it's you. You don't. First of all, do you know how hard it is to even be able to tell that's part of the issue with kids coming in at 19. Like you have to decide if you're going to extend him for X amount of dollars when he's 22 years old. He's not even remotely close to developing or being, no. if he continues to progress and work the right way, he will be twice as good. Like think about Shay. Think about Shay and how old Shay is. Oh. Three, three years ago, every year Shay has gotten better. But three years ago, you had to decide four years ago how much his value is. So it was like there are teams that might trade away a guy, like let's say an Emmanuel quickly. They might yeah. trade away a player that continues to get better. And that's the hardest shit with, with the league is like you'd get these guys so young. And it's like, oh, it's scoot a bus. It's like, bro, he doesn't he barely even has ten thousand hours in. <laughs> right? It's like because he's not he's not old enough. I was going over the West, the Western Conference guards, right? So every week, think let's go, let's work our way down. Just California, Steph, De'Aaron Fox, James Harden, D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, like I would say Colin Sexton. Then you have Mike Conley Jr. Then you have SGA, Luca. I mean, the Spurs. Okay, you're gonna get you one there. Curry. Yeah, the South pretty good. Vassell's <laughs> solid, but he's, you know, solid. No, I'm saying they're on a bad team, but I'm saying I think if he was on a good team, I think he would be putting in work. Yeah, he's the only guy in the NBA that I 
did not know that he was making a hundred million dollars. Yeah, when yeah. He did the game. I said, "Who got what?" <laughs> I said, "Who?" <laughs> yeah, but did you watch him play? Did you watch him play? Hey, listen, that's the quietest hundred million anyone has bro, ever gotten. Bro, they were like, I, "Look." The first they time snuck I, him that shit. They said, here, take this, take this. No, the first time I walked by, I'm like, whoa, this this dude, like, he might be taller than me. And oh, he, he got a yeah. he's big dude, and he's got a wet ball, elevates, <laughs> it's pretty. A like his ball. game is nice. Yeah. How um what do you think of the defense, Richard? The Bucks. Oh, uh, the Do you agree uh, with Channing? They're not gonna win a championship with that well, defense. No, not currently, not um, not how they are currently playing that that's what this, is this. it what is it just I, effort I, is it just is it I think, I think it, it's never one thing it's never one thing i think if age it's interest it's commitment it's it's personnel it's schemes when you have this yeah it's like it is it's it's all it's and i'm not saying it's all of those things i'm saying it's always a combination of things it's never just we need to fix our schemes because our effort is there our intense isn't there we're locked in because if you are all of those things schemes kind of come and go if you're locked in and fo- focused on it you'll make up for if you're making second efforts if you're doing this if you're communicating you can make up for an average to below average scheme you can make up for that and so there it, it's and that's part of the reason maybe why they change coach because defense is commitment and communication some of it's sure. personnel and ability which we know they have personnel they don't have the elite personnel at the top but they had like you know with, with Dame Lillard and de- defensively, but you should have enough to be average. You should mm-hmm. be a if they, if you told me they were thirteenth in defense or fourteenth in defense, and they went from a top five defense, but now they have a great late game closer, so they're dangerous, right? That that's not mm-hmm. the case, and so that's where it's just like Doc Rivers. I don't. There's a lot of things that that there. I don't envy that position that he just took in. I don't envy that. You know what? I do. I do because but he's I, getting forty million. I'm, I'm talking nothing. about from a. I'm talking about from a strategic standpoint. From a what strategic and cleaning up, cleaning up that mess. Let me go on my thing. Do you know? And I, I think I said this on last podcast. And I watched a bunch of like Bucks. I, I like deep dived a little bit into like the Bucks problems. When the last coach, I forgot his name right now. The beers are kicking in. Adrian uh, Griffin. Yeah, yeah, Griffin who coached me in, in, in Orlando, good dude, great human. When he asked them at the beginning of the year to play a different style of defense, they sort of committed to that. And then the minute that it didn't work a little bit, they gave up on it. And we're like, we need to go back to what we used to do and what we do. But you don't have Drew Holiday on your team. They don't want to adjust. Has Brooke Lopez... Has that offense or defense adjusted to the league whatsoever? Meaning, look at, okay, Philly. When when Nick Nurse went in there, Nick Nurse brought in his defensive assignments. He'll throw in a zone. He'll throw in a 2-3, a 1-3-1. A one, one. He'll throw in a switch. He'll throw in a drop. He'll throw in these things because those guys are committed to those things, right? You look at some of the best teams in the league, they are committed to having defensive versatility whether they switch every time. No team that's great defensively does one thing all the time. The Bucs are committed mentally to only doing one thing all the time. They want Brooke Lopez to be in a drop of ice at 36 years old 
when the leagues, when the guards in the league are bigger, stronger, faster, and can shoot better, they're not little guards anymore. And it's just well, not, it's, it's outdated. The, well, how they well, think they're going to win is outdated. Okay, really quickly. They traditionally have had a top 10 defense. Which they tradi- I understand. They traditionally have had a top five defense. So but Drew Holiday. I I I I understand I that, but but he ain't the only motherfucker on that team playing defense. Totally. Like let let's calm down. Like there's the, the, it is you don't get it. Like Drew Holiday wasn't a one man show. It was Brooke Lopez. It was Giannis winning Defensive Player of the Year. It was having other active scramble guys around them. You know when they won the championship, they had PJ Tucker, right? So it was like they had a, their defensive team. You know, and Drew Holiday was a key piece of that. Now. Taking away that key piece shouldn't crumble your entire defense. He wasn't Giannis, right? Like Blake, uh, like Brooke Lopez was close to getting Defensive Player of the Year. Finished, I think, top two or three in voting. Uh, so I just I, I say that to say is that it's not just personnel. There's a level of commitment. There's a level of something else going on. Uh, in my in my opinion, and I'm not saying it's because they hate the coach or anything. no, I'm just saying they have to recommit themselves to to effort. You were talking about blow buys. That's not schemes. That's not drop coverage. That's not this. It's just watching guys not as locked in as they should on that end of the floor. Steph Curry makes you believe you can do anything, and the Curry 11s are specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up and showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player and rep his shoes on and off the court. The Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet, locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stop in your tracks with dual-density UA Flow cushioning and traction. It's an emergency break you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of his sneaker career, pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future on and off the court. Take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep Under Armour wherever you go. So do your thing. Change the game. The Curry 11 Future Curry is available now at currybrand.com. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go from east to west. There is a game tonight, so let's not talk too much about it, which we probably don't even need to because of what I'm about to say. Lakers-Celtics. But when it comes to defense... A team that has wanted to hang their hat on the defensive end showed last year, a season ago. I understand it's in the past. They're capable with a lot of the guys returning. Last five for the Lakers, they have allowed 135.2 points a game. Most in the NBA since January 23rd. Um, they come into tonight. They're 7-17 and 17 on the road this season, which is 23rd in the NBA. And they're facing the Celtics. I'm going to say this. It was just announced that there will be no LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. They will now have missed a combined 10 games. Okay. We're almost at the 50-game 50, 50 mark. Um, AD's dealing with the hip, Braun with the, the uh, ankle injury. Um, but before we dive into the actual thoughts on the Lakers as we're approaching the trade deadline, you two played alongside LeBron. You two have <laughs> uh, been a part of the cryptic tweets um, over the years. One, did you guys know that there are two hourglass emojis? No. There is one no. sand half full and there's one sand half empty. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, LeBron tweeted the other day an hourglass. <clears throat> Which one? You guys, you guys are the half empty. <laughs> the one where the sand is at the bottom. 
Maybe he's waiting for his favorite show to come out. Maybe he's got a big thing. Maybe he's got a big. Maybe he's drinking got a big the wine, thing. man. He's got. You know what? Right? Help us because he did tweet it at two twenty-seven in the morning. Yeah, but he's, he's after their loss. He's on the East Coast. You know, he's jet lagged. It's after the game in Atlanta, back to back. Yeah. Oh, and have you? Awesome. Yes. Have you seen the new Halo trailer? Maybe he was like teasing that, like, "Oh, it's Ooh. coming soon." Yeah. Wait, seriously, season two? Yeah, season two. I, how about this? I hopped on season one late. I hopped on season one late. Same here. Like, it's great. Yeah, it, it it's solid. It's it solid. Fans, you have nothing to worry about. Nothing <laughs> to worry about. Yeah. Look, Laker fans. At the end of the day, it's almost over. It's almost. Yeah, y'all suck. Y'all suck. No, yeah. Don't worry. It's I, it's almost over, Laker fans. Not from a playing point standpoint, but I'm like, like this era, this generation. They've they've got one, two more years left. Oh. Right. It's like, you know, maybe that's what the hourglass was. They they don't have the windows. The, certain teams like, you know, the Lakers and, you know, when you go on state warriors, and the Patriots, like when you're in these like epic windows, you always feel like it's never going to end. Right. Well, this window for them is closing. Right. And that's it. Some people might say it's closed. Yeah. I think it's closing. Yeah. I think if you've got those two guys, you have a chance. You just have to find the right pieces to go around them. Ooh. So maybe that's what he was tweeting. And, and Richard, you know what? I'm going to take a page from your book. <clears throat> oh, tell us he, about his book. <laughs> his book is this. If LeBron leaves or AD leaves, how much are those Laker tickets? I don't really think there's two or three players you can go get with the personnel that you have to be contenders. Y'all are not good. There's no pieces. Who are you getting for D'Angelo Russell right now? Who are you getting for Torian Prince or any of these guys that you're going to go, if we get this guy or that guy, oh, oh, here we go, Denver. I, don't, I just don't believe that. It, it's not like that. The way that the league is right now, every team, if you look at the Western Conference, every team is, is very nice. I think every team is set up, except for San Antonio, for like, Extended success. I think Utah set up for extended success. Houston, Phoenix, uh, Sacramento, like whether they're going to be fifth or sixth, that's still extended success. They're going to have a chance. I don't know if the Lakers are set up for extended success. Your, your there... best player is 40 years old. How does that make sense? No disrespect. You have no young talent. He's thirty, and he's been phenomenal. This he's year. been outstanding. He's Anthony Davis been outstanding this year. He's okay, been outstanding. Yes. And I mean, and Ron is still the the name, but Anthony Davis has been. But the so face okay, of so tell me, you're the, saying this now, but look at your record. So yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's the, that's the biggest scary part. Is and that? I, yep. go, go, no, really quickly, uh, no, you got you have no. I'm saying you have your two best players that have been healthy primarily, only missed combined 10 games. Anthony Davis looks yeah. like he's been playing great. Defensive end, being aggressive, being the kind of the head of the snake, and LeBron doing, you know, playing great, right? You know, again, we talk about his age, but at the end of the day, he's a 25-point game scorer. Those fuckers don't grow on trees. So if you're doing that in an efficient manner, you're like, okay, your two top guys are here, and you guys are a 500 team. Like, so that, that's the biggest issue for the Lakers. It's not, yeah. you know, other years, the excuse was our guys weren't healthy. We couldn't get them on the field. We didn't have that. Well, you have them and you're not winning. And that's the scary part for the Lakers. 
Yeah, 24 and 25. Braun mentioned the other night that on any given night, they can go out and kick anyone's ass any given night. They could be beat by any team. The record is what they are right now. It'll be interesting, though, come the deadline to see if they do anything. Um, Back to what's that? So please do something. (laughs) Back to the East. Yeah. Uh, After tonight, the Lakers actually do play the Knicks. Good news on Julius Randle that it came back, dislocated shoulder, just two to three weeks will be reevaluated. Okay, so I dislocated my shoulder, and that's shoulder Mm -hmm. surgery. He's going to be in that, uh, like a shoulder sleeve that's attached. Mm -hmm. He's going to have issues in the playoffs. Because anytime, as physical as he is, anytime that he goes up like this and somebody comes down, you have to imagine when you dislocate your shoulder, those muscles around your this ball. Are not as strong. No. And there's not, like... You have to do, I had to do 30 to 40 minutes of just shoulder work to, on my shooting arm, like even to this day, like, like that's as far as up as mine goes, unless I do that on purpose. So he's going to have to have surgery in the off season. Now, mentally, can he get over that? And number two, what I'm going to say is probably not the, I don't think, the next, if he's not as aggressive, I don't think they're going to worry about it. I think the biggest issue is getting Mitchell Robinson back. Hmm. I think if they get Mitchell Robinson back and he's somewhat decent for the playoffs, they make some noise. Mitchell Robinson, OG, Jalen Brunson, we, we can, we can okay. do something with that. I think they have a puncher's chance. Like Atlanta four years ago, puncher's Atlanta four years ago made the Eastern Conference Finals. They had a puncher's chance. They were ready to win. They were healthy. They had good chemistry. I think they have a puncher's chance like Cleveland. Ooh. Ooh. I want to go to Cleveland in a second, but we're going to do something else before. But, Rich, your thoughts. Okay. What are we going to do? My thoughts on what? What he just said. Are you good? Um, no. Having like a puncher's it. chance. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I, I like just swing, swing that motherfucker, boop. The Knicks, the, no, no, all, all kidding aside, the Knicks look great. They, the Knicks look great, you know. And this is this is part of these are the moments that make your team better in the long run. Well, like they were healthy, they made a trade, everything's clicking. You got to deal through some adversity, and and I mean that because you're going to face adversity in the postseason. You're going to face being down one. You're going to face someone tweaking an ankle. Can you? Like whether it's via experience that we've done it before, or is it that other guys know how to step up or, you know, so I I think these moments as when you have a guy down for a little bit, these things can be valuable from a place of connectivity, getting your team together. So when he comes back, look, I think they're one of the best teams. They're one of the best teams in the conference. Do I think, do I think that they can win a championship? No, I think they're one more. It doesn't have, I think right now they're one more very good piece away. Like, think what is that like, piece? Richard? What position? Well, no, but I, no, but I'm saying, think about it. Like, do you remember the Detroit Pistons when they won 04? Like, yeah, they had Chauncey, no, they had Red. College. You don't, you don't remember? Oh, so you, do you remember when they won the championship in 04? No, I was in college. I was worried you, about you, myself. You didn't, know, you uh, didn't uh, take okay. me on a Vegas trip in 04, Richard. Uh, 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 do you remember when they won the championship in 04? No, you you didn't take me. Your, your, your job is literally to fucking know basketball. Do you remember when they won the championship in 04? No, you didn't take me to Vegas in 04, Richard. I was worried about I was being present in college and the University of Arizona. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, Turner obviously hires uh, only the finest. <laughs> only the, only the finest. Yo, the Turner had that lineup going so smooth, though, Channing, yeah. the so, other day. Yeah. Holy, what? Yeah. Hey. Richard, come on over. A big, big perk. Hey, big is perk. your name under uh, Grubhub? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, big perk? Uh, you got what was coming at you with that, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. We recording. We recording. Perk. Say hi, to, say hi to Allie and Channing. Oh, so myself, what's up? What's up, Allie? What's up, Channing? What? Yo, Channing. Channing. Damn, are you in New York? Nah, he no, in da- he in downtown I'm LA. He in down same thing. Downtown <laughs> 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 LA. All right, I'm gonna call you after. Perky lurky. All right. Perk. Um. All right, here we are. We've reached that point. Give us your top players from last week, guys. They are your Under Armour game changers of the Oof. week. Which players or coaches impressed you the most? I gotta look because there's two. There's two. I just want to make sure. Guys, just like your homework on Saltburn, we do this every week. <laughs> You know, I know, but let me just hold on now. I know. I like the pop quiz version. I like the pop quiz. It's not a pop quiz when you know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know you're going to get a no, pop quiz. Not. But you don't know if the pop quiz is coming on Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. You don't know. You've known since Honestly, I, I have to say this. And here's the truth. I think it's JB, Bickerstaff, for me. <sighs> Great segue. What? Great segue. Oh, he's 91 in their last 10. They have been playing great. JB is just like adjusted. A lot of people are like, well, JB, your offense is this or you're this or that. But he's just adjusting on the fly. And you see what happens. Sometimes less is more. And we can, we'll talk about this in a second. Maybe Donovan Mitchell needs to be the guy. And we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Maybe you ride with that. I know everyone's like, oh, trade him. He's not doing this. Maybe this is that time for you to commit to him. And say, hey, we're gonna ride with you. You're a rare. You're, you know, you're one of those guys that we need to keep around forever. JB, and I, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that Richard, you're gonna pick someone from the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? My dog. Wait, I said I'm no, gonna go no, on a limb uh, and okay. say he's gonna no, pick I, someone from the Phoenix. Yeah, look, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say Devin Booker. <laughs> Oh, I want to say Devin Booker. Why? Because yeah. in his last like five, <laughs> six home games, he's averaged like thirty-five. Our road games, excuse me. In his last like five road games, he's averaged like thirty-five points a game. Dude's almost averaged forty points a game on the road in the month, and it was just like the Phoenix the Suns. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I believe in that. No, look. When they have Grayson Allen and they have Eric Gordon, when they like they're missing one or two other like versatile pieces that if they can get, and I think they have an opportunity to get them in the trade deadline, they are a big and, and man. Lee, what? Okay, here's we will here's go there somebody. in a second. Road wow. Trippin's Game Changers of the Week are sponsored by Under Armour. Do your thing, change the game. The Curry 11 future curries are available now at currybrand.com. Continue. Think about the Suns, and I'm just going to throw out a name. Think about the Suns had like PJ Washington. Mm. Right, that now I go. Oh shit! Like, think about the Suns had like Daniel Gafford, right? Somebody t- like I just think you cannot win r- real games without a big man, and you know Nurk is Nurk, but I also think they need a rim roller 
to collapse the defense with all the shooters that they have. Nurk is not a rim roller. He's done great this year. He's done solid in his role. But I would like I I personally, as a GM, Channing, say I need this on my team. I need three things on my team. I need an emotional leader. I need somebody that's uber talented, and I need a big man that is versatile. Those three things. After that, give me some shooters. Give me some players. Give me somebody that's on a contract here, and I'm good to go. Jeez, bro. D- yeah, thank you. Chan just put together a whole <laughs> roster. Yeah, if it was that We easy, all love that. Yeah, we, we, wouldn't they all love that shit? Like, fuck. Right. Do you feel like you guys had that in 2016? No, we just had a bunch of psychotic idiots. We had yeah. a, a band of gypsies that was put together that just went. You know, I was like, do you like? Do you know? Who was it? Was what? it Kyrie's? No, Kyrie Show? got an extension. So like, yeah. but like Kyrie's extension was going to be Kyrie's extension, whether we won the championship or not. Kyrie was going to yeah. get that. that <laughs> he's going to get that bag regardless. I think in 2016, the thing that I always look back of like why it worked was because. It was egoless. Like when Kyrie wanted to go on a run, we're like, all right, we got to make this work. And when Braun wanted to go on a run, we got to make this work. And everyone just made it work. Channing's view of this thing is very different than I think other people's view of this egoless the fat Allie's face you know how like when a when a when a like a puppy hears I was only something, there three months guys when, when, when a puppy March, hears April, May, when a, when a, when, June, when a puppy five. hears something oh, and shit. they're like oh my god Allie heard that you yeah, really think that that team was egoless Tristan, Jr., Amon Shumper. You Kevin had the Tuff. biggest, know, most came... beautiful, brightest egos. On <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm no, no, but you. it wasn't above us winning when it really counted. That's what I mean. Oh. Like regular season, oh, for sure. Somebody going to fuck the game up for, for some points. Somebody going to fuck the game up for some points. But like during the playoffs, there was no ju- – there was no – all that went out the window in the playoffs. I will say that there was zero ego during the but playoffs. But I only was with you guys Allie, Allie. 25 games. Can we? Yeah. So you didn't get to see all the shit. No, I didn't you see didn't any of it. All the shit, bro. You, bro, you actually helped it. You actually helped it. And you're like, this. Why is everyone in a bad mood? <laughs> I was like, y'all winning. I came for the worst fucking team in the league. Prince like, in three hours with Scott Skiles. And yeah, we're going to dinners every night. This is awesome. Everybody was like. Okay, I guess it. No, but but I would say I, to Channing's point. So if he remembers the playoff run specifically, as you know, he'd kind of felt comfortable was in a rhythm. There was zero ego during the playoffs, oh. zero, and that's why we went from like fucking. Not wouldn't say fucking around, but like we were kind of like Denver right now, where it's yeah. like a little on and off, some you know a little bit of highs and lows, level of consistency. They're going to be a fifty-win team. Joker's you know going to be uh, MVP candidate, like whatever. Like, but once we got to the postseason, shit, that like to go like that was our longest winning streak was in the postseason. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this, because it just kind of brought my attention. Alex Caruso was asked if he thought about had he still been in L.A., like what that could have looked like. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not it's not normal for you guys to do that because you're not wired that way. Right. And, and how yeah. much that could just kind of do you guys wonder, though. Or ever think that. Y'all got broke up too soon. No, no. they just the Warriors added too much. <laughs> they added too much. If the Warriors wouldn't have, if 
if Kevin Durant wouldn't have gone But also there. Kyrie left. No, but I'm saying, though, we probably would have gone back to back. We probably would have gone back to back. Nobody was oh. going to beat us that next year, right? Like, we were even oh. better in 17 than we were in 16. But they were way better. And you, you make a 73-win <laughs> team way better. So that that's, kind that's of just, yeah. yeah. When so, you watch and, film on a team and everyone goes, ah, yeah, yeah, what do we do with this, coach? <laughs> Ooh, no, you double team you're lying. But even, are you yeah. But think about how many teams weren't even trying to spend money because they knew that they weren't going to compete. Houston was like one of the only teams that was like, we're going to go all in and try and, you know, but yeah. every other team was like, we're just going to wait until this run is over for the Warriors. <laughs> right? Because there was no parity. The Warriors and Cavs met four straight years. Like, that's crazy. That's just fucking nuts. Yeah. Like I know we no. gloss over that now. We were all a part of yeah. it, but four straight years, the same teams meeting in the NBA Finals, like that's fucking that's crazy. Right. I don't. Yeah. Think, like, when was the last time that happened? Lakers, Celtics, maybe, but four straight years. I know Magic and Larry and those did guys. That didn't even happen then. I don't no. think. So. I, I, I think. No. I think maybe when there was like six teams in the NBA, like oh, eight, yeah. eight teams in the NBA, maybe something like that. But yeah, four straight times in modern day. Now that I'm older, I've realized why I got traded. And they were like, yeah, Channing, we love him, but he can't play in the NBA Finals because all they do is play guards. And so we got to get somebody we can – that's why I got Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson. I was like – at the time, I didn't get it because I was like, oh, guys, you don't love me? But now I'm like, yeah, yeah, I would have got rid of him. Channing gave his goodbye in his closet. (laughs) Yeah, I'm packing my shit up. (laughs) I knew it. I knew when I was playing, I think I played like 34 minutes that game and I was over. Your boy was gassed. And I said, hold up. What? I said, wait, wait, wait. Why am I getting all these? Uh, I told Lauren when I got home, I said, yeah, that's it. That's it for us. We gone. Wait, we gone. in Cleveland or Orlando? In Cleveland, in Cleveland. Cleveland. Because in Orlando, in I had asked for Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hey, listen. And Cleveland, they was, they was, ho- they was hoping may- maybe Channing put up 17, then we could shut him down. Yeah. I knew oh. something was wrong with Channing when he asked to go out five nights in a row with me on the road. And it was because he didn't want to talk to any of the team. He was no. so mad at them. I heard he was in the Matrix and he just needed someone to oh, watch over him. I forgot being in the Matrix. Yeah. Oh, Dude, shit. being in the Matrix was horrible because I had, a, you know, I had a conversation. They were like, hey, your name is coming up in trades. And I was like, hey, as a man to man, my wife is nine months pregnant. Can you just yeah. tell me if I'm gonna get traded or if it's getting close? Just give me a heads up so that I can plan my life out, right? With Lennox. They were like, Yeah, sure, no problem. Day before trade deadline, Channing, ah, okay, it's kind of cooled off, no big deal. I go play that Minnesota game. I said, I said Ooh, I'm playing a lot of minutes. I said, Where's everyone else? I said, Uh oh. Then I got that call, 11.58. Channing, you're going to the Lakers with Rob Palenka. I was like, okay, well, shit, cool. Like, they're sort of maybe in the playoff race. And I told the wife, yeah, that's it. That's it for us. <laughs> and I found out I had uh, a broken appendix. And that fucked my whole season, so. Oh, yeah, that did. Yeah, uh, is it broken? Is it, called, is it called a broken it appendix? bursted. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, had a, I was playing with that. I was playing with a swollen appendix for six weeks. I don't even take Advil. I couldn't cough. That was how bad it was. It was bad. I didn't tell anybody. Aww. 
And the UCLA doctor was like, huh? What did you say? Did he not send that picture to you? Of what? Of my appendix? It was his And he will just randomly send his appendix. (laughs) Are you sending... Are you are you sending appendix pics? <laughs> there's people that send dick pics, and then there's ones that send appendix. Dude, Richard, your appendix is supposed to be like my fingernail. It was <laughs> as big as my pinky. Ah, uh, look like a little turd, like a little, little little Taco Bell turd. Um. Okay. Right before the trade deadline, who would you like to see make a move that could actually make a difference? Before we wrap this up, where do I start? Fucking Chicago. Uh, I honestly think blow it up in New Orleans. They're I'm over it. That can uh, make like, a difference just, this year. What are you yeah. saying? New Orleans, Chicago. Uh, ah. I think Sacramento needs to make a move. Why not? Like they are very stale this year. They're just they're exactly what they were last year and the year before. I think Charlotte needs a revamp. Well, Channing, well, you can't just say the whole fucking league, bro. You're not saying the whole league. I only named four teams. Oh, <laughs> Atlanta, for sure. Atlanta, okay, okay, New okay, Orleans, okay. Charlotte, okay. and uh, Chicago. Okay, Those really quick. If, we have to, if we're going to have a, a respectable conversation of not Charlotte and Chicago, then either make a move. If there was a team that can make a move, I would say the OKC Thunder. I think that they are a big and and one more shooter away from like and again they have the young chemistry but you have a you're about to have a two-time first team all NBA. Get them get them the help. Windows can close quickly for championship teams. I'm not saying but OKC has proven that they can win games. They maybe maybe they're they are the young thunder from the KD and the James Harden cuz Jalen Williams is looking like a young, a, a, a young James Harden. He looks special. What I'm saying, like, understand James Harden was sixth man of the year. I'm saying he looks like he's averaging, yeah, yeah. what, 19 points that. a game? That's what I'm saying. He's averaging 19 points a game. He's a young player. They didn't know he was going to be this good. Chet Holmgren looks like he's going to be special, right? Like, they have all of these guys. Maybe if you get them the Kendrick Perkins, Serge Ibaka, maybe if you get them guys that, because that's what those boys had. So it was like you get them, you get them that, you know, some toughness. You get them a big... Maybe those boys can actually make a run to the finals. Maybe I like I think they're young enough. They got enough skill. They got clutch guys. They got and they're proven right now, them in Minnesota. And Minnesota has bigs. And you have all the assets. Don't give me the, oh, well, I want our guys to play together one more year. And oh, they're ahead of the timetable. You don't get to pick the timetable. Your players pick the timetable. Right, their work ethic, how much they win, how much they put in it, they dictate your timetable. Right? If they were just like the if they were the fifth seed, which would still be impressive, you would be like, okay, I want to give them a little bit more time. But since they're like hovering around the one or two, see push them chips in that motherfucking pot. See if see if you can get to a conference final, see if you can possibly get to an NBA finals early. That's real experience. Hmm. Maybe. I'm actually not. Not mad at that because there was yeah. a time where I thought the experience would be the reason why they didn't. Yeah. Get them a big, and it does, you don't have to make a big splash. They don't need, they, they just need like respectfully Hartenstein, not that the Knicks would ever give them up, but I'm saying a big of that caliber energy guy plays all the right way. Can, you know, finish, do a little something like get them that type of, but get them somebody that can guard a Jokic, get them somebody, get them somebody that can guard an Anthony Davis. 
right? Get them somebody that, and that's not just small ball. Like even if it's just 18, 20 minutes a night, that would be, if you gave them that or they got that, they could, in my opinion, they could possibly run away with the West. Ooh. Wow. Like when I say run away, not in the playoffs, I say run away in the regular season. Like Anyone can run away in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think right now they're hovering at one and two and going back and forth with Minnesota. And yeah. I think Minnesota has a more complete roster. They've got Mike Conley. That's a vet. They got, they got Rudy Gobert. They got, you know, Nas Reed. They, they, they have a town. They got a more complete roster than OKC d- does. So if you're OKC, complete your roster. Yeah. Don't. All right. Channing, are you drinking a beer? What? No. Yes. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up. I got to go host a show for the Lakers and Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go do something serious now. Yeah.